Now I'm better. Okay. Okay. Let me let me control let, this. Let Ross. him dial it in. Yeah, let him take over. Okay, here this. we go. Um, all right. What's up, everybody? Wide Open with Chris Barant and Ross Robinson. Episode number 11 is about to commence. For all you guys watching on YouTube right now, you'll see uh, this podcast is really taking off for us. We have our new office suite here at the Staybridge Inn <laughs> Hotel and Suites. Denver. Are they paying you? Because I didn't see any checks. <laughs> okay. No, we're at, we're at the hotel um, for the Denver Snow Show. We're down here getting ready to uh, opening day today. And, uh, man, I'm stoked. This, this season has got... Everybody's so excited um, and pumped. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, we got we got a special guest today. We've got uh, Ryan McConnell, hey. MC Hammer. MC. <clears throat> if anyone has ever booked a trip at Brands Backcountry Adventure, you have talked to Ryan multiple times. <laughs> You've uh, talked to him on the phone. You've seen several emails. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan, how long have you been a part Ooh. of BBA? March. 2011. It's when we sat down together and had a little chat about the future. So, but it goes back even farther. It does. Yeah. Um, so you've. So this will be year nine for you. Yeah. And um, it it does go back further. Tell yeah. us. Tell yeah. us how you how you came to know uh, BBA, BBA and be a part of this crazy wild ride. Yeah, we're it's, on. It's a pretty fun story for me. It's something I think about a lot. And I've been snowmobiling since I was about. 12, 13, somewhere around there. And, um, always, always an avid rider throughout the winter with my family. Uh, you know, we rode, we rode in the mountains, living in Washington, um, all the weekends as much as I could drag my parents out and, you know, life changed a little bit, had a family, uh, things quieted down on the snowmobile front quite a bit there in my twenties, but I never lost it. We always got out. We always rode. We always, we were always able to get hit the mountain at least a few times a year. And, um, you know, as the kids got a little older, I, I bought myself a new sled and kind of, kind of rekindled that fire. And that's when I started hitting YouTube and like, who's this Chris Berant guy? What is Berdant. this Berdant guy? This is crazy. I mean, honestly, I was just the, amazed. The D in my name really. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Ant. Like, what is this style of writing and what is he doing? Watching videos after videos as much as I could find at the time, right? Which there wasn't very much. Right. And I stumbled across a video that Misha did of you, um, you know, just a review of your of your new place that you just opened up there in Kremling. And like, man, um, I told my wife, Jeannie, hey, do, would you ever want to do this? And she's like, yeah, I'll go. And, you know, she's the one that got me into it. So we booked a trip and that was, gosh, 2000. 2009 it was 2000 you booked it in 2000 well i'm trying to remember if i booked it in 08 or if i booked it in 09 yep but i we so we booked the trip and you know the first thing is i email hey i'm really interested in coming out and i get an email back from chris brown like what in the heck are you doing replying <laughs> that was the first thing like what well i tried to hand it off to my assistant but i didn't have an <laughs> didn't assistant have one. at the time it was so, me <laughs> so i think probably then the lights started clicking on for me like whoa this is amazing and why doesn't he have help <laughs> all right so <laughs> so we can, we'll get to that next but um yeah so i we book we ended up booking an april trip so like one of your last rides for 09 which was your second season yep Right, because you you won X Games in 07, 
Yep. And then our first you, year was 08. Yeah. You kicked off in that winter 08. Right. Yep. And so I, I, that's the only time I wasn't a part of BBA was just that very, yep. very, what, half a year. Half maybe? a year. Yep. Yeah. So I just remember, you know, rolling in with Jeannie, my wife and, you know, uncle Buck picked us up. Like, uh-huh. Who is uncle Buck? What is this? <laughs> is Dude, uncle are we going to get just like, yeah. what's going to happen yeah. at the airport? Are we going to make it? Are we yeah. going to make it there? All that stuff. I mean, I could just ramble on for hours about that whole experience, but that's really what, like, you know, that's really what lured me into the whole experience. And we roll in and you and Sand are there working on the old excursion on the stereo, like amplifier speakers. What do we do? Like, this is so fun. Like you were just like welcoming like a family. Mm-hmm. I had never even met you. I only see you on TV, you know, on YouTube. And we roll in and we just start talking and hitting it off and, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the start of it all. And we got to ride with you and saying two days and one day was just, just, just us. Yep. Second day was the only time you've ever been lost. <laughs> uh, you're <laughs> you're right. That's a, that's a funny story about that. We, uh, so we went out and we had, we had a fairly small group that day. It was just me and Jeannie and that other, and, and, the other guy, yep. which we've kept in touch with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, um, to think about how fun those days were when I had, you know, small, small groups. And yeah. it was just like, it was just riding with buds, you know? Yeah, um, and I mean, obviously I still love having fun with seven dudes, but um, so, you know, funny thing about that day talking about me being lost is I always tell people uh, when they ask me, so do you ride with a GPS or, you know, any, and I'm like, man, if you see me looking at a map, <laughs> You better be worried. And and it was so funny that day. It was blowing and crappy and just terrible out. And we stopped. We stopped at this place that had um, actually a, um, a a tower. Tower. Yep. Yep. I had had this. Uh, we parked by the tower and did lunch. And I'm like, guys, it's it's just junk. Let's let's head home. And uh, so we we leave from lunch, and I'm I'm starting to go back home which I thought was home. home and you know, we're riding for about 10 minutes and I'm, I'm doing the full, like, you know, where you, you can't even tell you're moving that type yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. snow, you know, Fun and that's just to terrible. Be. And then I'm like, Oh, there's something in the distance. And I'm like, I didn't know there was two towers up here. <laughs> and I just totally made a loop yeah. all the way back. And, and there, I'm like, yeah, okay guys. Well, yeah, that snow wasn't as good as I thought. So we'll probably just, uh, we're back where we had lunch. We'll just probably go the other way now. You know, I, had, I was totally lost. Yeah, we had no idea. It didn't matter. We yeah. were having so much yeah. fun. Yeah. So, um, you, when, when you came out the first time, uh, this, this was kind of a cool story, you know, t- talk about where your skill level was and, and, yeah. you know, you had been watching some things on, um, on YouTube and, and kind of where my technique was. And yep. back then, right. That's where we were just really stumbling on to wrong foot forward and side hilling and, and, you know, the whole M seven change. Yeah. Um, and you know, you had this, this is what was really fun is you had some, you had some goals, um, okay. but you, you had goals, but you also had, you had some things that in your mind you struggled with because, well, you got a bum leg, mm-hmm, right? Exactly. So let's, let's, let's yeah. cover that a little bit. Yeah. So when I showed up, you know, I, I, like I said, I was watching your videos, just kind of, you know, just amazed at what you were doing and having ridden for many, many years prior to coming to see you in the mountains, you know, it wasn't so much that I, you know, oh, I thought I knew how to ride really well. I just knew that I knew how to ride. Right. Yep. But then 
it was immediately apparent watching your videos. Well, there's a whole new way to look at this. And then when I go to see you, it's even that much more awesome to see it in person. It just, you know, and that's what we talk about so much now, but I, I did have, I did have goals and, uh, you know, just seeing some of the things you're doing, especially as we got on the snow, just being able to go downhill, turn and come back up, uh, just dialing in the whole wrong foot forward thing. And, you know, this is way back in 09 and, you know, it was fresh, it was new. Yeah. And, um, I, I just, I didn't know what, how to do it at all. Like it, I just didn't know how to do it. And this is when the MO of BBA wasn't what it is now either. No, yeah, we were right, just like, right. yeah, you weren't, we weren't doing what we do now. You weren't anyways. Right. No, so like Ryan was probably one of the first guys who actually was like, Hey, I want to learn specific things and have, and, you know. and I'm like, well, no. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. Well, this is kind of how you do it, but we're going to go down in this hell hole yeah. and then I'm going to do my best to try to get you out. Yeah. yeah and right, there yeah. was some of that. And you know, me and Gene are sitting there and you and San are just like, what up and down and up and down. And we're like, I want to, and I remember making you. And saying like, "Hey, teach me how to do this." But but rewinding just a little bit, you know, like for me, there's just some extra challenges too. I was born with my left leg underdeveloped, not uh, muscle wise. So, yeah. um, you know, that's for me as a rider. That's always that was always in my head growing up, but not so much because it just wasn't riding at much of a level, right? Yeah, it was family riding off trail a lot, but not real riding like we do today or even back then. Right. So, um, you know, fast forwarding to getting on the snow with you. And then as we progress and and I'm working with you, that, that mental challenge. And I talk about it so much now, it was huge for me. And I remember struggling with it for years, but, um, you know, it plays a big part in, in everything I do because, you know, imagine, doing whatever you do daily. And I mean, I can barely lift my left leg up. That's, yeah. that's how much, um, strength I don't have. So, um, so back to that, you know, that first day on the mountain with you and, and kind of Ross's point, you know, the program has changed a lot. It used to be kind of, you know, the, can you hang and yeah. follow you? And, but that suckered me in too, because there were so many times like, I want, I would just want to be able to follow you. And that's what really drove it in for me. And then, you know, kind of making you guys like, Hey, teach me how to downhill turn. I just so badly, you know, cause that's just a new thing. Like mm-hmm. it opens up so much for you as a rider to be able to poke into things and know with confidence that you can get back out. And, and so, um, that video, I think Jeannie took that video of me just trying the first time. And I just remember just keep going straight, straight, straight. I couldn't get the turn Yep. and it, and, uh, that's, that really, really sunk it in for me as I, I you know, I had some goals, but this this took it to the level of just fire. You know, I, I, I can't not do this, right? Well, mm. and, and I think, you know, it's funny how that that one trip um, literally changed. It changed your life. It changed my life forever. Right? Yeah. Um, you were you were working. Uh, we, we always joke about it, right? You were working a Bob job. Bob job. Working yep. the, uh, the office space mm-hmm. and getting your TPS reports I in. Did, and yeah, cover sheets were thick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, you were, you were just not happy with, with the job you were doing. And, and you, you got the, you got the bug bad. Bad. And, yeah. And so, man, we could do two podcasts with Ryan. We, yeah. we, there's, oh, dude. Well, Ryan, you've, you've been with us for... I'm just here right now. Right, yeah. for, for, oh, man, there's so many stories. Yeah, there's so many stories. Yeah. So, um, and, and you've again, you've you've been with me for nine years now, yeah. which is crazy to think. But so... So you go, you do the first ride, you, mm-hmm. um, you and Jeannie come down, and then, and then you come back year two. Yeah, I uh, came back with, like, my cousin. 
I don't even remember what time of year it was, but it was winter. Yep. Yeah. 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 So let's let's talk about you. You had you obviously had an agenda for year two um, oh, for sure. of, of riding, right? So mm-hmm. you got you got a taste, and then. Uh, new goals but you also had a different agenda um <laughs> when we talk about uh, you, you were it trying just, to we- weasel your way well, into bba you know, yeah. it was at the time right it was me doing all the bookings all the reservations all the phone calls taking yeah. payments doing invoices Everything. marketing yeah it was me yeah it was <laughs> and, you. and then you know my wife sandy uh she was doing a lot of the cooking, cooking. with my mother-in-law yep. and then we had uncle buck uncle doing buck. the i had saying doing all all the uh, ranching shot, yeah yeah so so it was a really small crew and and you know now we're starting to to grow a little bit and it's getting fairly overwhelming even back then yeah but um and then and then you came to me yeah so you know the cool part about you know w- coming out that first time really small group right and got to know you really well um and then, like you said, I was hooked and I came out, it was, it was with my brother-in-law the second year and I drug him along and been snowmobiling all his life. And that really opened his, I mean, he still talks about it to this day. It really opened his eyes too. And he, he's not in the sport much anymore, but, uh, you know, had that on that second season with you, you know, I, I got to sit in the front seat with you as we go up and down, you know, the road to the trailheads, wherever we went riding and really got to chat a lot of just about life and I just remember specifically and I I remember specifically not having like an agenda to like try to get in I just knew that you needed help yeah and I saw like I remember asking you well why don't why don't you have some stuff to to buy here like I I want to I want to buy that gear because I need new gear and well what goggles do you wear and Oh, okay, that makes sense. I didn't know what to buy. I mean, even having been an avid rider, there was that shift in gear and all the right pieces to make my experience the best, right? And so I wanted to upgrade not only my riding abilities, but all the gear to go along with it. And so all those opportunities were just spinning hard in my mind as we're driving in the truck. And you were always very open, right? And yep. that was the second season, and then. Well, I didn't know anything. Yeah, I was just a yeah. snowmobiler trying to yeah to run a business, and I'd never ran a ran a business before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you were doing a great job, but you needed help, and so it was immediately apparent to me, like, man, this is such an amazing thing, and it could be even bigger. Um, you could capitalize even mm-hmm. more and help people even more, just not only on the riding side, but on the gear side of things, and just streamlining some things and marketing wise, and. Um, you didn't even have a Facebook page. No, there was no, no YouTube page. There was no nothing. Nothing, and it was next videos. Sled next videos, <laughs> which yeah, were amazing, right? And we were all glued to those videos. Yep, that hard copy. It's changed so much now, right? Yeah, we're talking about Roscoe's vlog and all this change. What hard copy? Hard copy. This. <laughs> What's a hard copy? Yeah. yeah. So that was season two, and and back to the writing side of things. You know, you, that was your first year with Polaris. Yep. And we were on the Dragons having a blast. You had a ton of turbos and um, you had a, quite a few mod sleds, which mm-hmm. was, it was an incredibly fun time. But I still didn't have that downhill turn nailed. And I still wasn't smooth and I still wasn't sidehilling very smooth. And I, I, I had a serious agenda and there was a lot of, you know, following you around and there was a lot of filming going on. I, I'll never forget those days, but I do remember oh, the drainage. The drainage. Whew. I got my brother-in-law with me, and we're stuck in a drainage for what, 
Four hours? It had to be four hours. That was the one that was filmed? Yeah. UBA yeah. 2011. It's so crazy you were there for yeah. that segment. Because oh. that segment sticks in my brain so much. Never will yes. forget. Oh, my God. That shit. The you, whole damn day. I picked on that the black wrong sled, right? snowmobile. <laughs> Rugs. I was on this 146. We, ca- we called it eight second because you, yeah. you could not hold it wide open for eight seconds. Yeah. You were going to flip over backwards flip over. or die. Yeah. And I bring it on a deep day, and we're in this drainage, and I was Just. an absolute freaking mess. And, and I'm trying to dig out clients, trying to dig out myself. You got Brandon and George. Calling oh. us, at, come on in, guys. Yeah. Okay, you know we don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't, get, I don't get tired and frustrated very often, but I was very tired and frustrated that day. Yeah, yeah. but but, um, but that's back. all. That's all part of the experience. Things I will I will never forget any of that, and it all it all leads into where we're at today and how and how we've adjusted our business and 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 for me that that day specifically, I remember even though we got into that crazy drainage mess which was, you know, looking back was just awesome. <laughs> yeah. But I remember getting a downhill turn when we were, when we were just trying to follow you around and it just kind of all, it all started coming together. And then it just kind of, you know, put the hook in even further. Yeah. To, yeah. And it, and it has ever since, like, that's just what it's all about is there's never an end to the progression and everyone's at different levels. Right. Like, uh, you know, to this day, I mean, Chris is just really, really leapfrogged and I'm not so much trying to follow Chris around, but, um, I just have my own agenda now and yeah. it makes it a little bit more attainable for me. And it's just, it's just so mental and it's back to the yeah, whole leg yeah, thing. It? It's so mental. So and it's what, when I'm talking to everyone that's calling in or when we're on the mountain and I'm getting to guide, um, so first thing I tell people is don't say you can't. Don't put that in your head. Don't put you have a bad side in your head. Yeah. None of that. Because it will mess with you forever. And so once I got that out of my mind and I could just focus on all the techniques that you've taught us, you know, that Ross is focused on and, you know, learning from all of you guys has helped so much, but it really helps with the progression. And that's what it's really all about. Yeah. Well, and it's something that we talk about in our writers meeting uh, before we go out every day is that, you know the the our sport is is way more mental than it is physical and you know i always use the reference yeah. i mean i'm 160 pounds skinny ass yep. dude that just um rides the snowmobile instead of the snowmobile riding me yeah but the only way i can do that is because um i'm confident obviously i rely on technique but mentally i'm very strong and um strongest i i I will not accept defeat mm-hmm. because the and that's the that's the thing that's so cool about um, our clients yeah. uh, is you know we those clients who will accept that challenge of of def, of keeping failure out of their mind they progress the most they do yeah right we we have all seen it where um and you know this is now we're fast forwarding to now right Uh, us guiding many years and and being on the mountain but but the coolest thing that i that i see and why our shift in our business from can you hang i'm gonna go get you stuck in the drainage you know that's the early years of bba to now um you know we our focus is you will 
leave here with a new skill set. Mm-hmm. You will leave here a better rider. You will leave here looking at terrain completely different, and it will open up snowmobiling to you in a world in a way that you would n- you never thought was possible. And so, what is so enjoyable for me now is all of those things that you're talking about that you experienced, like when it clicked. For you, it was the downhill turn, right? The downhill that, come back up. When that clicked, mentally, it was it wasn't anything that was physically that was was the problem, right? Mentally, really. m- mentally, no. mentally, you defeated one of the things that was was killing you. That was yeah. right. It was and so with me when that happened, that switch hit for you, and now it's game on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and we see that with our clients all the time. And whether it's, you know, whether it's and this is what's so fun for us, right? We get guys who have never side-hilled. And then we get guys who have ridden the mountains for 20 years. Yeah. And no matter what level they are, all that's what's so awesome about being I mean, it, you will never capture these things by watching a video. You can't capture mm-hmm. your foot is dude, your foot is just at the wrong angle on the running board. It's three, that's yeah. that's yeah. what you're missing or yeah. you're too far back or, your or, or your shoulders down. aren't square to the, you know, all of these things that we teach, you can't pick that up as, as a rider when you're watching something where it's so easy for us. Like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, our first drill is always so fun. First day, yeah. right? It's okay. Uh, dude, it's awesome. You've been riding the mountains of Idaho for 20 years. This should be an easy drill for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've seen your videos on Instagram. You're a ripper. But just do me a favor. Do do one quick little just, line right here. Stop in the middle, yeah. and d- and the dude can't do it, uh-uh. right? Yeah. And and then all we have to do is tweak and fix those things. And by the end of day three, this guy took his riding, which he thought he was an eight. He was actually a five. We get him back up to like a seven mm-hmm. in three days, you know. Yeah. And that those are that's really enjoyable for us. Yeah. And it's just making that, you know, even if even if guys are comfortable. Or can get it done. It's just doing it with less effort, effort. and and smooth and you know being smooth. And that's what I think Ryan does very well. Is he's very conscious of like not being a moron. Like maybe myself, and, <laughs> you know, Ky- me and Kyle are more apt to like just running ourselves into the ground um, because of our lack of experience and age. Probably, you know, <laughs> like that's, that's definitely what happens. But like when Ryan and I get to guiding Grizzly that's when we spend a lot of time together, usually in deeper snow. Yeah. And then I remember this year, one moment I went up, got hung up and here comes Ryan from like left field. He came up the smart route uh-huh. and he's just pinned so aggressive, like probably the most aggressive I've ever seen him riding, pushing, you know, doing all of the things that are really hard to do, unweighting the sled, pushing it down, like riding the heck out of it. And then he's just like, I think you got stuck pretty close to me, but you just ripped your helmet off and you're like, what's up? <laughs> and I'm like upside down. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, what's going on? I thought I was in no man's land, but you know, just the way that you are, you approach things now is very, you know, calculated mentally. Yeah. Well, and there's so many levels to this. Yeah. I mean, I could see like five podcasts on this. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny that you talk about, you know, uh, a line like that, because for for me watching Ryan over the last nine years and, you know, it's, well, the first time I rode with you, you couldn't do a downhill turn and no, now, you're gui- now, you're, side n- hill. now you're guiding for us, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but, but uh, a couple big monumental steps in your riding has come from um, me pushing you to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I was timid that you were, you were timid and, mm-hmm. 
in in those situations, that exact situation Ross is talking about, when it, 80% of the train, you can ride timid and get away with it. Yep. But the train we like to ride, you ha- you can't be timid. You have to be aggressive because if you get caught in the back seat and you're going just a little too slow, and it, it's steep. It's steep and it's deep, and you're going to not be able to gain elevation. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was another one of those moments where the light switch went on for you um, when I just said, dude, like you had it right there, but you were just not ag- yeah. aggressive enough. And so it's been really, really neat to be able to see you really harness that. And, you know, I I, I use the, the example of, you need to be riding with your hair on fire yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's times when you can conserve yep. and and be um, ca- yeah. eh, not even cautious, but you can conserve, right? Yeah. And and just save your energy here. Just get around. But yep. Yep. and then there are times when it is 100% all out or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a big turning point for me. As you know, we talked about that moment when. Um, I actually kind of got the downhill turn figured out a little bit and, it, and, and then I worked from there and then we, we fast forward a little bit and, um, the sleds progressed. Yeah. It really, really helped me as a rider. Like I can't even explain how much that helped. Um, you know, things just got lighter. Anytime I can make the, you know, use the sled to my advantage and, um, just with with the progression of how the sleds have gone, it re- it just really helps me and um, all the little setup things, all the little lightweight things, you know. And I don't I don't have any crazy sleds like like yours, but you know this this year's a little different. That's yeah. gonna be a whole nother level. We'll talk about that later. But um, you know, I think about that so much in in how um, I remember it was like a fourteen sled I got, and I, it was my first one sixty three, and we were ripping in Canada. And I asked you, and it had been years since we had really ridden them much mm-hmm. together. And what what do I need to do here? It's something it's just not right. I'm not I'm not feeling like I, I feel like I'm missing some things. And you're like, dude, you just you just need to be more aggressive. And yep. you just that's all you said. And you took off. I'm like, huh, huh? Okay, that, that's how he does it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> dude. All right. And then I just remember, yeah. like, okay, I, I guess he, he's right. I'm I'm just. You know, I'm getting stuck in places and I think about where the throttle I was using, how I was using my throttle. And we talk about that so much uh, with our clients. I was doing the th- this very thing that today I, I yell in a nice way at our clients about. Yeah. Purse in the throttle. You right? yell nice. I don't yell nice. Yeah. I can't yeah. quite get away with it. Uh, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? So anyways, that, I remember that specifically. And I don't, I think we might have the same day in mind, but uh, for me, it, it was another one of those moments. All right, the downhill turn thing, and I and I worked on that forever. And then the throttle, and man, I remember getting into some stuff with you in Canada, and just like I remember actually following you. Yep. Where before I I was not. Well, yeah. I I mean I you, remember we're remembering. You look back and you're like, damn. And then you <laughs> took off. Yeah. yeah. Like shit. Yeah. yeah. He's even faster than this. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's you know this. This happens with clients all the time, right? Yeah. So I go do a line and I never, it's not like I know exactly where I'm going. Yep. I'm just doing the line and I like yeah. picking the hard part. And then I'll get to a section in the line and I'm like, oh no, 
this is gonna get everybody yeah. and and so i'm gonna go up to the top i'm gonna t- like i'm going up to the top instantly turning around because i know everyone's gonna be stacked up you know the exact spot where exactly. people are stacked and at. this was one of those lines that so ryan was behind me and i go up and i'm like literally going to turn around to go get him and he's right there and i just like <laughs> proud dad moment yeah. yes yeah. way to go ryan yeah. and and i knew the only way that he could have done got through that line was to be pissed off aggressive yeah, I was. and and it was just like it was me looking back i'm like high five yeah let's go yeah and then yeah. he took off whoa <laughs> yeah yeah i remember that day of, i think it's the same day we're talking about um i remember talking to a client and was like i'm not i'm not really comfortable here like, all right. It yeah. was just it just that whole day was just like icing on the cake. And then we had to get back out of this hole. And it was just, if you weren't aggressive, you were, you, so it just goes back to that whole kind of your point. Like there's just times when you have to, and your point as well, you just have to be so very aggressive and it's throttle and it's mental. It's, there is no opportunity for thinking, uh, hesitating. Yeah. I don't know. That's when everything goes wrong. And that's, and that's something I have to constantly keep in my mind to this day and you know the leg thing comes into play and you know you get the most tired your eyes are down that's when things go wrong and you just have to mentally push through that and and you know we talk about that a lot with our clients and that's one thing that I really really try to drive in from the moment we're at the shop doing the writers meeting to the first minute on the hill is I'm focusing that's kind of my thing is I'm just focusing on everyone no, don't do that. You can do that. Yeah. You don't know, everyone, we don't have a bad side. Yeah. We're side hilling. It doesn't matter what side it's on. And I tell people, if I can do this, which I think I can do pretty well, yeah. with my situation, all of you can do this yep. better than me. I want you to leave here or at least next season or whatever. I want to see what's going on. I know you can be better than me. Yeah. Well, it brings us back to the two points that – um that we try to drive home. One is the mental part of it is if, and and we, (laughs) that's what gets me frustrated when I'm on the mountain and I'm with my group is when I have a guy who says, man, I I just can't do it. I'm like, dude, I'm (laughs) asking you to counter steer and lean and use a little bit of throttle. You can't tell me you can't do that. Stop it. Yeah. Right. That frustrates me because I'm not asking you to do something physically impossible. I'm asking you to do a few little things at the right time. Yeah. Right. So the word can't pisses me off. It does. So just yeah. who, when you come ride with me, you better not say that word. Yeah. But what it all comes down to, it all comes down to is the vision is your eyes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you can, you can be aggressive, but if your eyes are down, you're bending a arms and you're hitting trees and you're getting stuck. Pick so bump. we, and we have those guys, right. Yeah. That just, and, and, and I, the, and I, the blind aggression, the bl- yeah, blind, blind aggression. aggression. Yeah. That's and, a good way and, to say it. And that, that frustrates me too. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. so, so you could see how, this is why people, they think they want to ride with me. And then I start yelling at them and then I want to ride with Ross. <laughs> He's way nicer. Um, but, the reason I'm hard on people is yeah. because um, I I push them and because I know they can do it yeah. and and so you know it's it's we always joke like I thought you told me to go faster I'm like well I did but not like out of control yeah. there's yeah. a difference right it's right. fast enough to be to get, not get stuck slow enough to be in control and be having those eyes up is 
absolutely everything. And to your point, Ryan, what happens is when you get tired, vision goes down, you lose aggression. Um, now, and you know, we use, this is one of my favorite analogies now of, you know, think of, of the snow and your sled as, as the boat on the lake. Okay. When you're going too slow and it's, just it, it, yeah nose up in the air trenching all over the place it is hard to get out of your own way but yeah. one once once that boat planes out and gets up on top man smooths out don't smooths it? out and and then and then vision is up and you're carrying momentum and things are easier and so who, who uh, coined that that's like that's new for us that analogy was that you or yeah, andrew no or? i think i i I think I'm pretty sure I I thought of that one. Yeah. Um. But it's just something that it's like so true. Oh man, that it's makes true. a lot Way, of sense. Yeah. Yep. And it's so funny, right? Like, yeah. you know, if you if you think about that wakeboard boat, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And and you go quarter throttle, that thing just mm -hmm. will never get up. Yeah. If you go full throttle, at first it's like you got to hold on to her, and then as soon as it planes, you can back off. Back off. Yeah. And that's exactly what we can do on a sled yeah. too. Mm -hmm. And you know how many times have we tried to get someone unstuck and they their their wife's purse got stuck in between Whoa. the throttle flipper and the bar, and we're just like, ah. yeah. And that's well, and it takes quite a bit of experience, and some people have better feel than others of that, like. You know when you're trenching. I know when I'm trenching. Yeah. But if you don't ride it a lot, you don't. You're like, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. And really, you're just like, not. Going. You're not going. You're barely gonna make it. And yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of feel, really, with the sled and and experience yeah, and to the, feel and that. Yeah. Unweighting and yeah. You know yeah. all that stuff. Hopping. So, all those little tricks. All those we talk little about. tricks. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna shift it a little bit. We're um, this podcast could be like 18 hours long, but right. um. We have to go to the Denver show here in a bit. So here, I'm going to change it real quick. And Ryan, we're going to have to do another. Yeah, we're we're right probably going to do another one tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but what I want to, I want to, I want to, uh oh, camera said something. Oh my gosh. YouTube, sorry. Hold on. What's it saying? Battery? My card. It's probably from all my Hades footage. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> Okay, ready? It's real. Yep. Go, yeah. All right, so I'm going to switch it up a little bit. So we've talked about um, kind of your progression at BBA uh, on the riding standpoint of, you know, <laughs> client <laughs> to now guide, which, yeah. which is awesome. Um, but, you know, one of the one of the main reasons that the business has been able to get to the point it has is uh, – because of your dedication to to my vision and the company, and um, you know, one of one of the big things. So when you when you approached me to come work for me, um, yeah, it, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, you know, at that time, a lot of people were hitting me up like, yeah. "I want to." Oh man, this looks so awesome! I want to guide with you and ride with you, and, yep. and I'm like, I don't need another sand i mean i already have one knucklehead in the shop yeah. you know um but your approach was different um and you're like like you you briefly talked about man i want to buy shirts and yeah. and you know i what gear do you run you yep. should have an online store and yeah. i mean all of these things and i'm just like yeah 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 but i don't have any money yeah. to pay you <laughs> um and details details yeah. and so i'm like well and I was I was so hesitant because oh yeah you were I, I've worked 
I worked so hard to get to that position. And then, um, you're asking me to hand you some of the reins and, and I'm like some big reins, but it's my name and it's, you know, all. And so, and at that time, I mean, it was a 16 hour day. was like a half day for me. I mean, it was literally waking up at five, doing emails, going out to the shop, working on sleds, doing breakfast, going riding with the clients, getting home, cleaning Mm -hmm. everything up, answering more emails, taking bookings, making invoices. I mean, imagine your job, right, that you do now that is – now you're doing the 16-hour days. Um, And then I was guiding and all that stuff. And so I knew I needed help, but it's it's still one of those things. Like it's hard to let go. go. And I think that's what's what's funny. Well, it's not funny, but your dedication to knowing like – this is what I want to do. Well, I told Ryan and this, um, I told Ryan, dude, I'd love to have the help and I, but I just, I can't pay you. Mm-hmm. And you said, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm right with that. Yeah. So, yeah. I just wanted to prove to you what I could do. And I never had any doubts that you would not accept it. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was pushy. Right? No. Yeah, you no. just knew. I just knew that. And I knew I wanted to be part of something cool and fun and and just a change in life from doing just normal desk work, you know. And I had a great job. Yeah. No, there's no doubt it was a great job and um everything was good there. It's just it wasn't like fulfilling that inner fire and to see what you had going and all the opportunity there and knowing that I could put my skills to work even more creative wise and whatnot with you. It was just, it never seemed like it, you know, don't get me wrong. There were definitely some times when I'm like, wow, this is, we'll talk about that on the next one, but what am I doing? This is a huge change, but (laughs) I never had any doubts that it wouldn't be successful. And we, and we talk about that a lot. Like whatever we come up with, I have no doubt it's going to be successful. And because we all think alike and we all have that dedication and motivation. Right. And it's fun. And without the fun, then things aren't successful. So, and and that's what Ryan, you've always, you know, since I've began working here, Ryan's always like, and now that we've worked together for so long, I get these like text messages from Ryan that are like (laughs) paragraphs long. My brain is always always thinking and all, you know, and you know, because come mid season, we get in our zone and it's like head down day in, day out. And Ryan is there and he's always trying to pester us to get out of that and make sure that we're moving yeah. forward, forward and not yeah. just burying ourselves. And that's the big thing is let's, let's just not do the same thing over and over and expect different results. Right. Yep. Whether it's at, at the core level of our business or on the mountain. Right. Yeah. So I think it'd be really fun if I had the opportunity to talk to everyone about like that time when I came out specifically to chat with you yep. about what I wanted to do and how all that shook out. And like, I think I shared with you, it was like a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was digging through my emails, searching for something completely unrelated and up popped one of the first emails to you about, it was a response from you about the plan I had put together. And you're like, Oh dude, I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah. I remember that night just like, Oh, oh. whoa. <laughs> yeah. He, he actually saw my email and acknowledged it. And you know, I was just, yeah. That's kind of a nice segue to what we could talk about next. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we'll we'll chat about that um 
tomorrow morning. So we're gonna do we're gonna make episode twelve. We're gonna continue with Ryan and talk about um, how what happened next yeah. and and so um this podcast has been really fun and and you know the the things that we we get to cover here um it's been great hearing all your guys's comments and um suggestions we're getting a lot of suggestions on uh yeah. sled setup and mm-hmm. and sled tips and all that stuff so we have we have so much that we're going to be talking about and our podcast schedule is going to get a lot more consistent with now Ross coming uh back to Colorado for the winter and Ryan's going to be spending some more time so thank you for being patient on that with us but you know it's really fun telling these 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 stories and and again it's it's not just it's these are all life lessons that you can take with you whether it's either on the mountain or in life and, yep. and you know constantly we the the thing that i think is everybody's a lot of people's crutch is um the the work ethic That's you know right. um I, I it's it's amazing how many comments and uh, messages I've been getting uh, now that snowmobile season is ramping up yeah. of, hey, if you have any uh, old snowmobiles, I'd love to get one for free. Uh, okay. I mean, I literally had someone ask me for a snowmobile. And it's like, dude, I I mean, I didn't get free snowmobiles when I was whatever, yeah. right? right? I mean, I worked my ass off. And all of us, the reason that we're here, it's because we work our butts off. And... Um, and so, you know, that, I guess the reason I bring this up is cause that really segues into, um, the next episode of how the heck we got here. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's so, we're so blessed to be at, at the head of this amazing in- industry, but it's not because we just sit back and, and pat ourselves on the back and say, we're doing good. Yeah. It's those visions that. Um, we're talking about you have, we all have these ideas and and pushing ourselves and you know we push ourselves on the mountain but we also push ourselves um, you know daily not only in business but just in life and mm-hmm. and that's I really enjoy that um, part of it I love the challenge of it I love feeling defeated and not wanting to do it and then just hitting myself in the head and saying stop being a little yeah yeah puss <laughs> baby yeah. and just do it right? The, right. the easy stuff is easy. It's, it's re- so rewarding to get the hard stuff done. Yeah. And, and, and that's how I ride too. Right. right? And to execute. Yeah. I, I mean, I could go ride all day and never get stuck and just say, well, yeah, yep. that was awesome. Didn't even get stuck today, but I'm, I, I guarantee you, you're not pushing yourself. Nope. And so, yeah. you know, I enjoy that part on the mountain as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just an everyday life. Just like this morning, I didn't want to get out of bed, Ross. No. None of us did, actually. Uh, we, we, hit, we had Ryan a, hit me with a pillow. I threw a pillow at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. But then you, you go and work out and you go do your thing and, man, it feels good. Like, I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah. just doing that and then talking about this. Really, it's just like just let, lights a fire. Yeah. If you're at the Denver show today, look out because we are jacked up. Yeah. Well, it probably helps that we're all jacked on <laughs> Mountain Ops Mount Ignite. Ops Ignite. <laughs> Wait, so, yeah. where's the Ignite at, dude? I got I'm loaded up, Come on, over bro. Here. Yeah. <laughs> so cool, yeah. awesome. A uh, bunch of rambling here at yeah. the end, but um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna sign off for episode 11. Um, stay tuned. We're gonna be doing 12 tomorrow. Uh, with another episode with Ryan and we'll uh, we'll continue the the fun story and and 
I can't Keep wait. Trucking. Yeah. Just remember, success comes in a can. Not can't. Not, Not in a, a can. That's, That's Ryan yeah, saying, and <laughs> you know, it's funny, but it's it's damn so true. true. Damn true. Yeah. Yep. So. All right. Cool. All right. Peace we'll, out. We'll see you guys. Whoa, dude! I didn't sign off. I'm gonna sign off real quick. Uh, <laughs> no, you guys yeah. are good. <laughs> Um, for everybody who, who is listening, y- you know, there's a lot of you guys who aren't actually subscribed on the iTunes platform. So, um, there, therefore you will not get notified when we drop new episodes. So if you could please go do that, leave a review. We got our first two star review, so we're doing great on that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we're going to keep bringing you guys podcasts. Let us know what you think and share. We really appreciate it. See you later.